everyone, welcome to another episode of the Excalibros. Hello. Yo, yo. Uh, so we got a kind of a special uh, edition uh, episode for you today. We're not covering one, but we're covering two episodes of Loki. Uh, we'll be covering uh, episode four, the Nexus event, and episode five, five Journey into Mystery, or uh, you know, combined into plot. Um, it's really sort of a, uh, I guess six episodes was too much to tell this story. Uh, is is where we've landed on. This is something we brought up last time we recorded. Like, ah, uh, feel like they don't really know where they're going. And the last two episodes have been like, well, we don't really. We have an endpoint, but we didn't really figure out how to fill up the time in between these episodes, so we're just going to sit around for a while. Uh, so, Dan, how did you feel about both of these episodes uh, treading water for, you know, two hours? Um, well, let's just say, uh, episode four um, was so busy trying to make me think that uh, Sylvie and Loki should be a couple. Um, that I forgot that I was supposed to be looking for a plot. Um, <laughs> I think it said far for me, although it expanded Sylvia a bit more, which I appreciate because she needs the attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and the good old fake out um, with the the android timekeepers and the death of. Mobius of the and the death of Loki, um, mm. all good moments. I generally right, so, so I didn't actually stand up or get like infused with the, that episode until they murdered Mobius and Loki, and then I was like, holy crap! Because I just thought for the rest <laughs> for the rest of the episode, it's just spinning wheels and um, chewing marbles. Yeah. Um, so we have them like on the planet about to die. Of course, they're being rescued. That's the whole. You know, that was never in question. Mm-hmm. And then um, we have them in the, the, the thing, the, the Time Bureau, and we have that really nice bit with Sif, um, which even I was getting bored of, to be fair, after a little mm-hmm. while. But, uh, like, that was interesting. And a little bit of character development here and there. And I really liked Mopius's, um sort of... Uh, his final moment? Well, no, it's more of his, um, like, his moments of frustration with Loki when he gets him back to the time. Oh, yeah. Where he's, like... Yeah. angry with him and again and wilson you know showing range even when oh i do like th- the show does actually point out um is it in this in the in the fifth episode they sort of metatextually critic critique the idea that someone just switches their allegiance immediately after right. years of service right. and like as a cheeky like sm- like slide ha we know that the we know that that point point dumb um <laughs> which i kind <laughs> of appreciated in episode five because it's nice when a show's like um, like we know we're, like this is crap. Um, I don't know if you ever watched Teen Wolf, but like after only, Teen only Wolf, the movie. Uh, uh, the the TV show is actually really fun because okay. after like the first couple of seasons, they just turn around and go, "This is absolute men." Like this is what we're writing is mental. So we'll just have the characters sort of talk about how mental everything is. Okay. <laughs> and it's sort of like like this like tongue in cheek sort of this is silly, that's all being on the joke kind of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. And like, I enjoy um, when a show does that. And episode five, when um, Richard E. Grant uh, does it to Mobius, I was kind of like, yeah, why not? Makes sense. Um, and I did, enjo- I did enjoy 
maybe sort of standing up to the time brokers, but it's still too vague. It's still too. We're trying to be a puzzle box, but we're not really a puzzle box. We're just kind of like a, a perspex box that you can slightly see through, but there's mm-hmm. nothing in, and we know there's nothing inside, and we're just trying to figure out what we're going to put in it before we, sh- we show you all in episode six. Um, and I'm assuming I was really annoyed at the the mid season, the mid the mid credits sequence of Loki being alive because I was like, oh. So I knew that a part of me knew, obviously I knew they weren't going to kill Tom Hiddleston off, but the part of me was just like, I was in that moment, I was like, yes, he's dead. Yes, that's how Sylvie is the main Loki. Oh, okay, yeah, the, the show has actually committed to something. Yeah, I was like, let's go with it. Let's just fucking go for it. Let's, let all of this illusion, all of this bullshit, she's all, like, Sylvie's all about, is no, isn't about um, misdirection anymore. She's about this the straight path to the truth right using what means necessary i was like yes let's do it let's let's focus on her thematical character arc and be like you know she's there with the the dissolving stick whatever it's called <laughs> um pointed at the main person of the pva <laughs> i was totally in that moment i was like yes that's it i the episode five answers boom episode six changed reality whatever um and then that mid 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 uh, credit sequence happened and i was like oh fuck you because you just can't commit mm-hmm. no i i get I, that like i also I was like oh they actually did it like it felt very telegraphed like oh yeah his back is to ravona something bad's gonna happen uh, oh what a surprise uh he was taken out uh, like you couldn't have telegraphed it any harder and i thought are right, you telegraphed it but all right you've committed to this uh not that i felt like it was a real uh, i didn't feel like he really earned that death like the show didn't really make me feel like all right uh, that loki is has made a full arc it was just like oh he's finally starting to do something oh and then you killed him okay um i didn't feel satisfied by what they had done with the hilton's character but all right they've committed to this we've got a new loki Let, let's see where they're gonna go with this uh and then for them to be like oh uh he's not i, I get the shock of being like oh they, they couldn't do it but also uh there was sort of a joy in that moment of not only, number one, we've got young Loki, which I think you and I have both been sort of excited to see, but also are they really going to explore um, uh, the different variants of Lokis, which like is something the show sort of promised and is finally showing you. It's like, OK, that's cool. At least we get to see that happening. Um, <laughs> so I was, it was sort of a, a mixed a mixed reaction for me. But I think overall, um, episode four. Sort of like. Uh-huh. A meal without gravy, or a meal without like a sauce or something, or like so, like something was missing throughout mm-hmm. the whole episode. Like it has all these really interesting emotional uh, sort of elements to it. Like there's the the bit on um, the planet with Loki and Sylvie, and that's supposed to be like they really just rammed that. Like could they have shoved that up my ass anymore? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were really ramming that into my brain. And I was like, okay, fair enough. We're having a, a relationship dynamic, which is beautifully exploited by Mobius, who who, who has an amazing moment uh, saying about, of course, you fell in love with yourself. Yes, which is yes. A fantastic, <laughs> fantastic moment. Like, he delivers every... He, he is the... Lin- if, if, if I will say one thing about this whole show is, without Owen Wilson, it would have unraveled on itself. Yeah. Um, and he, lin- he like, um, keeps the whole thing, the whole ship sort of afloat. Uh, for episode episode four but um visually there's some again 
can't fault can't fault um the, the the camera work or any of the technical aspects of the show it's gotten stronger visually as we've gone forward yeah, um yeah, we'll talk about yeah. episode five's cloud effects but you know on the on the, on the whole looks great and mm-hmm. really nice um all the little the little easter eggs seeing sif again and be like oh she actually does still exist um <laughs> or does she who knows um she's right. there we do remember her um because she clearly was replaced by valkyrie but um it was nice to see like that was an emotional moment but it never, tr- never none of them truly landed mm. they all felt slightly just like above or out of reach for yeah the, like, the show didn't articulate them strong enough or it rushed the conclusion yeah it totally rushed everything yes and there was no way there was no doubt in my mind that they weren't the timekeepers as soon as they opened the door and oh yeah starts, with, oh, starts yes. with them it's all like um very doctor who-esque sort of old people that look like robots uh waving at us and i was like they're all gonna be just fake um and that's my main criticism of episode four is it's not it wasn't bad and it was it was good to watch like you know watch through it was it was it was a nice um i think i've said this about the show before but if i was like having some food and i had to put something on in the background to watch while i was eating or something Mm -hmm. if i was like um i don't know doing some um doing some writing like i've done some writing since covid um (laughs) doing like doing something in the background or whatever um it's really like that kind of that episode is very much that kind of show where it could just be in the background i look up for like the more important moments maybe um right like like a dog when it hears a loud noise um sort of and that was but that to me encapsulates uh episode four and that's why I, I sort of said when we talked, and obviously um, due to personal circumstances, we could we had to like decide whether we we're going to just do an episode on episode four, or episode five. Episode four was such a non-entity. Yeah. In total, in the totality of it, because we'd only talk about the end. I felt when thinking about it, is we'd only well, talk. Yeah. The end. The, I mean, more than five. Uh, four was really spinning, just just sitting at the TVA. We're just sitting there because we're sitting there because we don't really have anything else to do. And then at the end, oh, uh, I guess we're actually going to do something. They're going to confront the Time Lords and the Time Lords. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all timey-wimey. Yeah, uh, we're actually going to do something in the last uh, eight minutes and uh, it's over. Uh, that, that's why the mid-credit at least filled me with, 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 with some sort of hope because episode four besides that was just like – why why did i watch this this hour of of tv like they're just sitting around we had a couple as you mentioned great owen wilson moments uh because he has like been the star of the show uh and the moment they 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 killed him quote unquote i was like oh nuts you just you just (laughs) killed the show like the whole (laughs) like the guy who's carrying the show you 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 removed him what are you thinking um and then when no, oh, and then we get the mid credits and, and Loki's back. Like, oh, well, obviously Owen Wilson isn't dead, so he's gonna be back. So at least, at least that's something to be happy about. Because like, so you have this really sincere moment of like, you know, it's all finished. Owen Wilson's character and has a talk with, I still don't remember her name. Um, the, the head, yes, the head of the TVA, and I was like, oh, this is actually a really nice moment between them. Yeah, and it's anchored by two great actors. However, if you look at the whole show, we've had one moment between them here where they've been personable and one moment, I think, episode one where they've been personable. 
mm-hmm. and they sort of just had a sort of nice relationship back and forth and I thought oh this is interesting maybe it was something oh no she is just full-on I am now black and white everything yes. I do is to, to forward the antagonistic part of the plot I was like oh great yeah them and like I don't blame her like like I said about the uh, all of the act- all of the actresses and actors that have been put into like a, a really simple role in the show I do not blame them they do the best they can oh yeah with what they have given and I do believe she has the conviction of the you know I want to sort it all out sure, in sure. episode I believe all of that. It's just I was hoping for a little bit more, mm-hmm. like a little, like there was like a little bit more. Sh- not just like I switch to robot mode now and have no humanity and kill someone I actually like and this and this and it has no effect on me whatsoever. And then, um, then we get episode five because we can just skip straight through to the plot between. <laughs> True. Like, before we recorded, you're like, yeah, we can half-ass it just like they half-assed this episode. <laughs> Well, we can get to episode five, and the why the reason I'm skipping through is because the main reason I'd, I'd go to episode five is is between Sylvia and, uh, and um, her, where they sort of navigate through the TVA until inevitably she uh, Sylvia is betrayed by her. Um, mm-hmm. And at first, that was working for me, like Sylvia asking if it upsets her that this was the place where you know you took the world, and I. Hats off to, to Sylvie. Um, the conviction that she has about uh, when she's not with Tom Hiddleston, like mm-hmm. the conviction of her uh, path and what yeah. she's willing to do and how that's rooted in all this, this um, like past trauma and what she's lost, really sold in those moments, like really sure. sold. And then she meets Tom Hiddleston and it's like blanket time and uh, MacGuffin mind power time and quippy joke joke and it was like i understand that that's marvel's like bread and butter but she's two different people mm. and because they, they were they were dangling a fine line they've since she was introduced of her being a whole person uh of this drip <laughs> i know it's a really horrible thing to say it's like the performance and like the, the actual plot of her being a driven um loki that wants to sort of seek these answers take it down get revenge for what's happened to her right between the performance and that actual part of the plot that makes a sort of holish character sure and then seeing, seeing the softer side to her when she meets the other loki and such forth that also fleshes her out but in episode five it's like oh i'm in the back of a pizza car and that's just that's just jape all the way to the bank and i'm mm-hmm. like oh i don't know if it works like it, it, it kind of like the Sylvie trajectory sort of. I really like. I actually have come to really like, like the portrayal of her, and I kind of want to see more of her and see more like a more expanded version of her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like when it all become when they all become like weirdly chummy, um, and like the the calm before the inevitable that's right. attacked the storm. So I don't know, it's like just, you're not buying the chemistry. Is is what you're saying? Is what I'm hearing? Yeah. yeah, I just I just don't I don't see it. I feel like yeah, it it takes away from Sylvie's character for her to be like, oh Loki. Yeah, you know I mean, I, I feel like, like they even get to her being that into him even like yeah. they kind of hit at it. There was really no. The only time we had any chemistry between the two was when they were on the train and they were sitting down having a conversation. And for a moment, you're like, okay, there you could see these are two different people with different approaches 
interacting and how that works. Like, okay, that, that moment works. But now they're sitting under a blanket and they're both just kind of bland. Like the, the, the Hiddleston Loki, I guess, has changed somewhat into kind of a boring character. And when Sylvie gets next to him, she's like infected by his, his boringness. Uh, and they talk about it's, it's almost inane. Like, yeah. And what really pisses moving on to Hiddleston, what really pisses me off is that how many times is this show going to just drop Loki in a situation where for half of the fucking episode he's going to be like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? In different fucking octaves um, for like half an hour. Because yeah. like, I was I was living and dying for Easter eggs because Hiddleston's performance was outshined by a CG alligator. Yes. And let's be fair, all he was doing was what he did in the first episode, and I believe the episode or the episode where he lands on the planet for the first time, where um. He's just like, what is this? What is this? What is this? What does this do? What does this do? Like a child. And it yes. was just it was just frustrating. I'm like, sure Very. you have a bit more about you now? It, I understand like, that question, where the fuck am I? Right. But like you know There's no there's no drive behind the character now. It's like he found out oh, I'm supposed to die, and then suddenly he was just another whole new character who's just sort of got no purpose anymore. Uh, I feel like he's just sort of sitting around listless with, with, with no drive. Like his, his whole like soul has been zapped from him and he's just following people along like a, a four year old with no idea how the world works. Like uh, Loki who had, who would have come directly from Los Angeles would have been like, you know, a few minutes of, I don't understand what's going on. Then he would have shifted to, here's my plan. I'm going to do something. I've got goals. I, I've got drive. I know what I'm gonna. I, I know who I am. And this Loki's like, I don't know who anyone is anymore. I don't know who I am. I guess I'm just gonna say the lines and and do nothing for for an episode. Uh, it's, it's, just, it's like they they lost who that character was supposed to be or who he was supposed to turn into. And he's just very. I'll say it again. Just just like a bland nothingness. Because I believe if they'd maybe consulted a few more people like. Uh, Taika Waititi from like because he helped create what Loki basically became in Ragnarok mm-hmm. if we uh, had a few more people maybe like push him in a direction because he doesn't become ready to throw in the whole towel mm-hmm. until like was it near the end of episode five where he's like screw it I'm gonna go fight the beast fuck it um because no one's done it before because right and it's but it's 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 born out of like plot necessity. It doesn't feel like it's born out of like he's had a revelation. It's just been designed that he's had a revelation. Like it's I know all of it's artificial. So before anyone goes down my like goes, it's already made up, Dan. But there's like a difference between when you write something and it and someone feels like they're having like an epiphany. Right. And then when it's like been completely orchestrated into them going this one path. Yes. It just feels very like mechanical. Um, especially next to the other Lokis, which have varying degrees of success. That's all I can say um, about the uh, other Lokis. Um, but as as a whole, the whole plot of it, everything's very telegraphed now. And yeah, and fuck that, right? I I have watched the Marvel movies a lot. Some of them are very telegraphed. Others are very sophisticated in yeah. in the way they tell stories. So I'm like. Obviously, this is one of the very telegraphed ones, 
But the episode five is even more telegraphed than episode four was with the whole um, Richard E. Grant, like, coming in to save the day. Um, obviously, like you said, in ages ago on episode three, where it's like, oh, enchantment's going to be the right. key thing. Um, and, like, the amount of times they say enchantment in episode five, I might as well have, like, done a shot game. Um, <laughs> character just stops the moment she's like, I'm going to enchant it because she might as well be an NPC in a computer game that yeah. you accidentally keep pressing X on because she, she seems to just regurgitate enchantment, enchant, enchant. And it's like, calm down, love, okay, just like give me some personality. Um, and then and then they throw Morbius away, uh, yes, like, like he's like, oh, I'm just gonna go to the TVA. Which um, I know that um, Grant has decided that uh, Mobius might be uh, someone else um, all along, mm-hmm. uh, which could be, could be fun. Uh, it could be a fun reveal that he's evil all along. Um, but it'd be interesting to see how that goes. At least it would be interesting. Um, but I felt like episode five just sort of pitted out, and it just just it it, it relied so heavily on anything around it. Um, the, yeah, that it just relied kind of, on uh, your all right, Kang's coming, and here's 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 a variant, here's a variant, and here's a an Easter egg, and here's an Easter egg. Like you you spend all the time like looking at the shiny stuff all around you that like the like all all oh, having this great dinner and all the sides are delicious, but the main course is just sort of blah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because I got really excited because like uh, Ian saw Doctor Strange's sanctum in the panning shot. I saw the, the Avengers Tower. Uh, we saw the Living Tribunal's head. There's an Avengers was... Tower, but like it's it's like uh-huh, Kang it? Q E N G. It's like Kang Tower, so like more hints that. Uh, but yeah, I didn't see the writing. I was too busy sort of like. Of, of course, to look I I've only seen it because there were like screenshots people have taken. Oh. But you know, the, they also have uh, been making the rounds. The Thanos copter. Like there's all yeah. sorts of fun Easter eggs all around there. Yeah, and there was like Frog Four trying to jump to jump into Monia, and that that was my highlight of the the, the Easter eggs. So, but I must admit the the, the Council of Loki's, um, <laughs> the, the gaggle of Loki's. I don't know what you want to call right. them. Um, so let's just say one of them was interest. Like conceptually, though, it's interesting, but only like a few came off as interesting. Um, the whole like Mad Max. Plus President Loki, um, or whatever vote mm-hmm. for Loki, uh, that just seemed unnecessarily uh, busy. Yeah. My, like visually, not the fight, just visually, it seemed yeah. unnecessarily. Busy. There was no distinction. It was just like there's President Loki and a bunch of random dudes who I guess are also Lokis. But yeah. they had like this. You know, episode one was like, oh, there's all these different variants, and then they show a bunch of variants here, but like none of them are really distinct. No, none of them are given any time. Uh, except for, uh, you know, Kid Loki and Old Man Loki. Uh, but all the others are really just sort of meh. And you know what You know what I thought? We're having uh, the three different Lokis. Uh, it was like, oh, they've taken uh, that uh, the God Bomb story from Thor and turned it into a Loki story. <laughs> that was the most interesting thing they did. This, Oh, we get the three different Lokis interacting with each other? I, I kind of like that. You know, when, when those three were together, I was enjoying the episode. And mostly because, uh, what's his name? Uh, Robert E. Grant? Richard E. Grant, yeah. Yeah, he's Richard uh, kind of steals the show <laughs> the whole time that he's on. Yeah, pretty much. He just eats the scenery. 
Um, because like I enjoy I enjoy the concept of alligator Loki a mm-hmm. lot. Like it just hissing. Right. And like the idea that Richard E. Grant is either translating or just lying about it <laughs> kind of right made me kind of like enjoy it more. And the fact that it sort of attacks things and it's kind of like Kid Loki's pet was kind of cute and um i was quite impressed that kid loki's kind of like like not a fucking one of those hired 20 year olds that was supposed to be right 15 or whatever um or not like a supermodel he was just like a kid he yeah. looked like a like a like an actual like uh, he looked like a 14 year old kid yeah yeah so i was kind of like yeah because <laughs> then it's not some ridiculous thing but like um hammer loki i'm gonna call him like oh. he, he was he was shortchanged so much, and I yeah. felt really bad for him. Um, but I was I was interested in their stories and like, like him saying Kid Loki saying I killed four, right? Um, was one of the most pieces of di- like most interesting pieces of dialogue, which says a lot more about its char- his character than anything else we got from a lot of other things. Um, and like yeah. things like he he rules this this is his realm, and then obviously that's like means nothing almost. Um, and then there's obviously the big CG spectacle of um, you find out that old man Loki is kind of like magic is the way forward. Um, and it's just like I, I really, it was it was nice to have three different uh, in the same way that the three Thor books were like uh, three Thor guys. You could you could see like the trajectory of like young Thor was like smash. And, you know, current age Thor was like, well, maybe I'll use my brain a little bit. And then old man Thor was like, you guys are idiots. You should be using your brain all the time. Uh, you could see the the trajectory of, like, young Loki, give me knives. And, like, current age the Loki's like, well, we could have knives and magic. And old Loki's like, uh, can you guys wake up? Uh, this is how you should be as a Loki. It was it was good to see, like, so the, sort of the, the arc of that character's full life. Uh, it, it, just another reason why it reminded me of the three Thor story. Yeah, and I think, like, as a, as a as an actual like concept, I think the whole show is loads of Loki's, which I think we were wanted everyone wanted now, because um, I think they just dispatched it as well. Like we couldn't be bothered, or we didn't have the budget to have that many Loki's. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think that was part like, of it. Yeah, it's very much like, uh, well, we've done these Loki's now. Um, off to the end. Um, because I feel like we could have, they, they really could have, it's a massive missed opportunity. Now seeing them, I feel like we've just been uh, tickled and like sort of teased. Um, and we don't have a, like a decent Loki story. We could have easily mm-hmm. had Loki traveling and meeting all these other Lokis in the different stages of their lives or just anything. You could have had Loki traveling to different worlds and seeing different versions of Lokis. I I th- kind of thought that that's what we were gonna do, but they they really just here's here's this fight with the random Lokis that you'll see for like three seconds and then uh, and they will not really be distinct characters in any way. I think be talk about cliche writing. I would have happily had like um a a a a show that was like right so uh, episode one. He's introduced to the CVA. Uh, by the end of episode uh, episode one, we have him um, with these other Lokis. And then the next episode, maybe like a sort of flashback to one of the Lokis sort of pasts and then, then go forward. And then the whole thing is about the Lokis. Just 
different Lokis in different times and different places. And uh, our main Loki trying to like sort of figure out his place in the world. Because what I did like is when they've described why they were all Nexus events, it was because they got in the way. Um, that was like the main through line was that they were all somehow got in the way of essentially his brother and um, like the heroic people of the universe. And it was only old man, only when old man Loki tried to leave the planet because he was bored was when they got taken. Right. So stop, you know, him being out of the way was a good way. And it's like, I actually, I was like, oh shit, this bit of like dialogue meant so much more to like the reason why um, outside of just, oh, it's wrong. Because that's all the TVA is kind of like, that's all the shows put forward until this episode was, oh, we pruned this timeline because it's wrong. And it's not the sacred timeline. And there's not been like any like cohesiveness to why is it wrong? Why should it be like this? Whereas in, in this episode, right. it was, they all have the same, they all did something, but it's all the same story. Yeah. But Loki just gets in the way. Yeah. Loki but, is not, is no longer uh, losing. He's, not, he's no longer like the stepping stone. He's, he's, he's evolved into something else and they don't like that. Yeah. And I, I kind of I, yeah, admire, I thought, I thought that was a nice way. And they pivot the thing is they pivot from that that information to him going i'm gonna fight the beast um which is logical and a completely fine pivot but it's delivered in such such a yeah. drab way that you can't you i don't latch on to hiddleston's like because that should be the revelation he should realize that oh shit we're all here because we're not supposed to get in the way so i'm gonna get in the way like yeah. full on get in the way but yeah. that's that's the relation that we should have hit on and that's what he sort of does but it's not delivered in the way that it makes it compelling it's just sort of no. well i have to fight the smirk monster now <laughs> no no it's like uh this whole time he said like i've got a plan but all his plans are like nothing uh and his plan is like well i'm just gonna there's a big monster coming i'm just gonna fight it like that's not they even say that's not a plan you're just like flailing your arms at at infinity <laughs> like what are you thinking i'm just gonna fight it um they, also, they've completely made this locally loki into an idiot and it's kind of like annoying that it was almost linked to sylvie as well right it was like i'm gonna go back to see sylvie and i'm like really is that your main because you love her i don't i don't because i don't buy the relationship i don't no they haven't sold it they have not his motivation motivations for doing anything at the moment right uh, kind of weird well, I do, you know, I feel like it's it's disappointing where Hiddleston and Sylvia are doing this episode. But, uh, you know, I, I spent a lot of time uh, enjoying Old Man Loki, uh, yeah. seeing him use his, his magic at the end with, you know, he's got glorious purpose and in, in, in getting in the way. Uh, I did. I did really like, um, you know, I'm not the only one who's had this theory that uh, Loki isn't really dead. He used a... Um, a projection and Thanos killed a projection and then he escaped like this guy gave gave life to that theory and it totally makes sense for Loki to do that uh even if he's changed his ways after Thor Ragnarok it's not like him to just be like here's the the, the super strong bad guy who can kill me in, in a second I'm just gonna walk up to him with a knife he would do something more trickery uh so for him to just die in uh not endgame uh what was it um uh yeah yeah like 
It didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So they've opened up this possibility for Hiddleston to still be alive somewhere in space. Like if he showed up in, in uh, Thor God and what is it? Uh, love and love and love and kisses, whatever. I love, and thunder. love and thunder. Like I would not be surprised if they, they found him on another planet and he's still alive. Like they, they've given them themselves that the option to do that. But I also enjoyed like, oh, this is Loki growing. Uh, like I just enjoyed seeing not only Loki in like his traditional costume <laughs> and how ridiculous that was, but uh, showing that the oh this character has really grown uh, uh, into into uh, him sacrificing himself uh, with meaning uh, here rather than sacrificing himself with no meaning fighting Thanos. Um, I get what you're saying about his sacrifice with Thanos and it's I suppose this is like an echo of that that he's yeah. self now he's like sort of seen the light and like I feel like where we leave him off he's still a bit of a trickster but yeah uh, I feel like he would have maybe fought for his brother because I know a lot of um, criticism is leveled on Infinity War because it re- uh, sort of re- retracts everything that um, Ragnarok, Ragnarok does uh, mm-hmm. The fox, it obviously Ragnarok takes his hammer, takes his eye, and all that jazz, and he gets a hammer back, and he gets an mm. eye back, and obviously those superficial, superficial moments, sort of, um, are the reason why everyone assumes that they've like retconned Ragnarok when I don't think they do retcon Ragnarok. I just think they just right. want, they want something else. But anyway, um, I feel like that Loki does. And I feel like if he, that Loki came back, it kind of deserve, it, it takes the sort of dramatic. Oh no, point, no, no! I totally get that. I'm just saying they've 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 given themselves that out because I feel like they want to bring him back. So now they've they've sort of seeded like, hey, he could still be alive. That's true. It is um, ugh, it's so much Loki. I feel like maybe leaving him to die or put to rest would probably be a good idea. No, I agree. Um, but um, I suppose there's nothing really, there's nothing, apart from, like, we enjoy Owen Wilson, we enjoy Richard e. Grant, we mm-hmm. enjoy the Easter eggs and the other Lokis, some some of the other Lokis, um, and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it's kind of, like you've said many times, it's treading water and just spinning its wheels for this finale, which, will it land it? Is there anything to actually land? Um. I don't know. Let's talk about the finale because there have been hints throughout the whole thing, uh, even like the the videos from episode one that sort of hinted Kang being behind everything. Kang's coming, Kang's coming, Kang's coming. But it'd be very weird for them to arrive at some palace and just some dude we've never really seen before to be like, hey, I'm Kang. I'm the I'm the 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 controller of the world, or controller of of all time. Like, there's no build up to that. It would be very odd to be like, oh, here's this guy. Um, so I, it doesn't make sense, especially since some of the themes of the show have been like Loki confronting what it means to be a Loki. That if if the end bad guy here isn't another Loki, it wouldn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. No, I feel like um, you may get your wish, and the end bad guy is the original Loki. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Okay, yeah. Um. Because if it isn't a Loki, like undercuts what it's what it's been doing the whole time. But at right. the same time, you've got 
as Grant pointed out, it could be Mobius, it could be uh, any of them, to be honest. And the only way I see putting Kang in it is the the traditional Kang thing, where he's in the future, conquered everything, and then a, and then someone fucks with the timeline later, <laughs> earlier in the timeline, and like his world just dissolves, and he's like, fuck this shit, and then goes back in time to stop. Oh no! I, I could see them seeding, like seeding Kang now, being like, "Well, this is a palace of some dude named Kang or whatever, but he's not around, so I took over." Like that, something, uh, you know, in that vein would be like, "Okay, there's there's a bad guy that is going to come in the future, and we're starting to hint at it." But for suddenly, it's like if after, um, uh, like Iron Man two. Thanos suddenly showed up without warning. Be like, I'm gonna destroy everybody. You'd be like, what? Where did this dude come from? You've 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 seeded nothing here. There has been uh, no foreshadowing at all. This feels really poorly written. That's how it would feel if Kang was just like, hey, I'm Kang. Nice to meet y'all. Because let's be fair. The um, if these shows are supposed to seed anything, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, Wanda is seeding the idea that there's. Uh, multiple possibilities because she bends reality itself to her whim. Mm-hmm. So magic, like the pure essence of magic. If you didn't already believe it from Doctor Strange, after one division, like full-on magic exists, and mm-hmm. you know the possibility there's other things out there exist. Um, then you've got Winter Soldier, which let's be fair, it seeds the idea that the Countessa is maybe gathering her own group of Avengers. Right. Because um, obviously with John Walker, and then you've got uh, that terrible Shankar's reveal at the end. But um, so you've got like the villains, mm-hmm. the human villains are being sort, or the the villains are getting like a team together. And then you've got you've got this, which is sort of seeding the idea of multiple realities constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, if 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 the finale isn't an explosion of a multiverse, right? Um, I don't see what else it could do because i see the sacred timeline breaking and they finally break the rules on the sacred timeline and the tva is erased right and, and everything is up to fate basically mm-hmm. and, and that's why uh, king has to show back up again because all his plans have been destroyed and he needs to correct the the multiverse into the sacred timeline so that he is the ruler at the end of time exactly because as far back as Doctor Strange, we heard about different dimensions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see it being a sort of... And they wouldn't have had that massively long talk with Tilda Swinton and the Hulk about divergent time streams if right, we weren't right. going like, to carry that over too. So my hope for the finale is some sort of big event which makes it feel like the journey was worthwhile. Right. Because at the moment, I've been introduced to some fun things, um, but not not really what I want. Like, it's not like... Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't want to say it's unnecessary Marvel stuff, but it's very much like, I could take it or leave it at the moment. <laughs> oh, sure. Like, like there have been uh, some fun moments, but I didn't... Like, if you told me I was going to watch five hours of Loki, and at the end I'd be like... Uh, what happened? Like, I would be very disappointed. But there is one thing that we don't mention often, and I do want to mention, is um, the score. Because mm-hmm. especially in episode five, uh, is it Natalie um, Holt, I believe, is the, the, the composer? She, um, that, that music, the, the, the main theme is, I really enjoy the, yeah. Loki's main theme. 
and I really enjoyed how she works it in in episode five to like the more smaller moments and like a more sinister tone with different Lokis. Mm-hmm. And I just I generally think that the thing is <laughs> all the technicals like it looks great. Uh, a lot of the effects are working. Um, yeah, like, like where they're on this this other uh, you know it's not perfect. It's it's not like um, movie quality CG, but it is leaps and bounds ahead of TV quality CG where they're on like this end of end of time planet and the smoke effects are happening and you know uh, Asgard is is appearing and disappearing. It's like wow, this looks really good. It just everything. It just really well put together. It's just a shame that. It's like a really well put together sandwich, but then the cheese is moldy or something. Mm. It just doesn't, or something just, it's like you forgot, you, you bite into it, but you for, you know. Or alternatively, it's the picture of a Big Mac on, on, on the billboard, and you go buy <laughs> it, and it's like shriveled mess. That's kind right. of what it's, that's what it's feeling. I don't dislike this the show, and I've, I've already said that Loki is not my favorite thing. I came in with a few little, like sort of negative biases. But it has won me like a few like I didn't like Owen Wilson before it. I do now, so you know what I mean. Right. <laughs> it, it has it has won me over in a few bits, and Sylvie's mostly won me over because I really like. I think the actress is doing all the work, all the. Heavy oh lift. yes, yes. <laughs> like you can tell when it's it's the the actor, not the script, that's doing all the work. Um, mm-hmm. Like there's a lot going on there, but I feel like it's um, it's. It's focused on a Hiddleston that is erratic at best. Right. Um, it it's six episodes when it should be free. Oh, yes, just a film. Yes. Yes. It should be just a film. Um, and I don't think the payoff is only going to be a payoff because of geekery, not because of satisfying storytelling. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about no matter what happens in the next episode, it's all, all going to be about how it connects to the next one. Is it geeky enough? Does it hit all those buttons for like my stupid Marvel brain? You know, it's never going to be. I don't think it's going to satisfy satisfyingly like bring it together. Mm-hmm. It's either going to be Sylvie and Loki do not stay together because we right. need to really ship, or alternatively, like everyone's happy ever after in some happy Loki world. <laughs> right. Um, because what are we going to get? Like a post-credit sequence where uh, sli- s- slightly like uh, young Loki drops through a pole and meets um, the twins. Is that is that what we're going to get? <laughs> like right. that's what I want again. <laughs> that's what I want. Because <laughs> um, they are so heavily been like, yeah, there's a Young Avengers. We're doing Young Avengers. It doesn't like you're not stopping as Young Avengers is happening. <laughs> like, no, that's <laughs> the only thing I'm really excited about now. I was like, all right, we've got confirmed young Loki. Uh, like we thought was going to happen. We've got uh, probably Iron Lad's going to be there. We've got confirmed America Chavez is coming. We've got Miss Marvel. We've got um, um, Kate Bishop. Like we've got the Young Avengers are, are showing up. So that's that's got me excited. Exactly. And then obviously um, I haven't watched it yet because cinema and COVID. But uh, Black Widow's out. So mm-hmm. no, I wonder if that's going to see some stuff for the future. I'll just like no. <laughs> she dead <laughs> um, right because <laughs> I, I um i don't know i just feel like i i think i saw is that feige say that the idea of having a television team up um out of like the defenders might be more on the cards with some of these shows than um going to a film 
Right. But it'd be nice if the films actually recognised the TV shows um, as well. Well, I assume Doctor Strange will, with Wanda being in it. But right, right. Like, will we will we recognise? Um, can you imagine if Sam's not in any film, just in a TV show as Captain America? <laughs> <laughs> that would be disappointing. That would be. But no, um, back on Loki. I just, I don't know. I don't know about you, but part of me just wants it over so I can watch the yeah. next thing. I mean, the next uh, one is 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 going to be movies. Uh, I don't think we have another. I think Miss Marvel comes next, but that's not until you know fall winter time. They nothing's been confirmed. Uh, there's also the the animated what if stuff, but that, that also I don't think has a has a release date. It's definitely think, this, the end of summer. That one was supposed to be. But but that like animated what ifs are what ifs, so you know what I mean. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's just to tide us over, I suppose. But, I don't know. Who knows? Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> it is unfortunate. Um, one second. It's it is it, it's very unfortunate, and I I also just wanted to end, and, and but like give give me something, make it make make it worthwhile. Because like if we find out that the timekeeper is actually like Fing Fang Foom, or something ridiculous, I'll be totally on board. Because like for a second there, you know the cloud creature, when it sort mm-hmm. of like first showed its sort of head, I was like, I wonder. Because sometimes um is it Dark Heart or like Mephisto's son has like a dog face, skilled dog face thing. Right, right. So, like stupid Marvel brain was like, well, what if it's because I'm trying to find meaning <laughs> in some of this stuff. I think I'm trying to find something maybe to like, because to be honest, Smoke Monster. I immediately went, oh god, are we back? Are we on the Lost Island? Like, mm-hmm. do we do we need a Smoke Monster? Could it not just be like an actual monster? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that too much to ask? Right, 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 right. Well, I was looking. It is like an actual character from the comic books. Oh, well, there uh, you. Yeah. We don't know. We don't. We don't know everything, do we? No, no. I don't. Don't even claim to. Yeah. It looks like we've um, run out of steam talking about these two episodes, which is ironic. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> they ran out of steam telling yes. us. Yes. Um, it is, it is, un- I mean, I totally ran out of steam, uh, easily, like, it's just like, all right, make make the end worth it. Um, I was, you know, we had more excitement talking about Richard E. Grant and young Loki and uh, the how the score and how it looks and all the Easter eggs, but the plot or the main characters are like, meh, y'all, y'all aren't too fucked about uh, giving these people something to do, so why should I be that interested in what you're doing with them? Uh, it yeah. feels very much like that, doesn't it? Like yeah. very much like they can't be bothered, so why should I? Um, which is a shame because I had I had some hope. Episode two was it? Mm-hmm. I was like maybe we <laughs> Now it's like mm. now I'm just like we'll just get to next week and um, mm-hmm. have it over, over and done with. I'm more excited about reading X-Men number one, to be fair, um, than watching any Loki. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a whole different kettle of fish. It is. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to read that as well. Um, well, Dan, like, 
it sort of petered out, unfortunately. Uh, just like the show kind of petered out uh, even halfway through. <laughs> uh, that was I wish I was wrong, but after episode three, where I was like, oh, they got nothing, they got nothing left, and I was right, they got nothing left. Um, this should have been three, possibly four episodes instead of six. Uh, and if you're gonna do six, you should have spent a lot more time explaining more about Sylvie or showing us why this Hiddleston character is different or, or changed or who he's supposed to be or what is uh... anything. Yes. More character work would have been lovely. Like they did in episode two. <laughs> um, any, mm-hmm. like, just a lot more. I, I don't know. I want to see more depth. Yep. I don't really necessarily need to see Sylvie's entire backstory, but it would be nice to see her play off other things because i feel like when she's talking to uh is it um mona Ramona, like there's a lot more like depth there to to what she said like i said before there's a lot more depth to her when she's talking mm-hmm. to the person that's wronged her and there seems to be a little bit more depth to her when she talks to mobius for the first time in well mobius in the blooming car but once that scene with hiddleston in in, uh, in the blanket i'm like mm, it's just too forced it's just someone thought it was a really good idea to have Loki come out as bi, then fuck himself essentially, and right. that's what that's what we've got. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. Anyway. Um. Well, that was our coverage of episode four and five of Loki. Um. We. Uh. You know, I, I wasn't really looking forward to Loki before it came out and then I saw the trailer and I'm like, oh, maybe we're doing something interesting. And halfway through, I'm like, oh, nope, this is why I, you know, Loki throughout all these Marvel movies has not been a very interesting character for me. It's not like, oh, great, he's on. I'm excited. It's been like, well, it's Loki again doing the same shit. Uh, the only time he, he was at different at all changed was in Ragnarok. Uh, and you're like, oh, he's a character now. OK, this is interesting. Uh, and now he's back to being a, a, a bland nothingness. So it's unfortunately proved my intuition correct that Loki, uh, this this could be like the weakest series of them all. Um, and to be to be fair, it's not terrible. This isn't like awful TV. It's just a little bit bland and, and uh, without direction, unfortunately. Um, and if this was the worst... I'd be happy with that. Like if Miss Marvel showed up and it was like kick ass again, I'd be so excited. Um, I feel like with all of these shows, all the other ones will have a different energy to it. And I feel like the energy this is channeling for both of us is very different. Uh-huh. Um, to me, because obviously I grew up around like um, being British. I grew up around uh, Doctor Who and like uh, Hitchhiker's Guide and that right. kind that kind of aesthetic and and sci- sci-fi like dry british witty sci-fi i suppose you want to uh-huh. call it right that's what it it sort of channels that through through an american lens and yeah. so a lot of uh, like the way I, I i like it's aesthetic a lot of the aesthetic seems like too familiar to me a lot of the time travel stuff seems like an, a story arc of like russell t davis's fucking time on doctor sure. or whatever uh, it, it, a lot of it's very familiar and so the bits that i do like i'm really trying to like mine for as much as i can mm-hmm. but the show doesn't it never wants to 
give you it never wants to give you too much of anything be it no. good or bad it never wants to commit and that I think yes. killing Loki not killing Loki is a massive like um yeah a massive, great example of the show not committing to anything so I, I don't know so that's why I'm kind of like it'll never commit its ending will not be a committing ending. probably not oh well yeah well um, I know a lot of I, I've read some reviews like this is the greatest Marvel show ever. And, uh, uh, you know, these are reviews from like uh, Bleeding Cool or some video game site. And you're like, do you really know anything about story or characters? Or are you just like they did this thing and the, that thing was so cool. So obviously this is amazing. Whereas Falcon Winter Soldier didn't have a bunch of Easter eggs. It was just about these characters growing and people are like, I don't get it. This isn't great. Uh, <laughs> it's very frustrating. Uh, to have a brain, like, Dan. It's frustrating to have intelligence. I, I also think that, not to like harp on or anything, but may have done, you know, the fact that there was a negative press with Falcon Winter Soldier, yet the same people are giving this uh, praise, might have something to do with the uh, skin tone of the protagonists. Definitely, yeah. So, because I've seen people like really. People love Loki, though. People just love Loki. You yeah. Could, you I... could. Uh, it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah. Uh, more, like, like one-dimensional, nothing going on in his head, Loki. More, more power to them, because obviously they didn't like Ragnarok Loki. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, character with actual feelings and regret and emotion and, and relationships. Like, you could still be a trickster and, and still have feelings for people. I don't, I don't I know. It. To be fair, at the end of the day, some people just like Loki, and it isn't fair that we should just, like, slap them in the face for it i suppose but you are right there are certain levels going on here on <laughs> people's engagement of the show mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people <clears throat> last episode a lot of people have had their minds blown because they could see things like the thanos copter right or like living tribunal because oh my god the living tribunal that means loads of things are going to come up come now it could be nothing right like, literally nothing a lot of times they're they're easter eggs because the show Marvel has no interest of ever using them at all, so if we're not going to use them, we're just going to throw them out there as Easter eggs to make... At least we did something with them. But they're not planning anything. Well, Marvel is so obsessed with, like, bringing... No offense, but, like, third string, bottom of the barrel characters like the Eternals out of the fucking woodwork than um, dealing with other characters. You know what I mean? Man, I I hope we get a better trailer for that movie because that first trailer was just landscapes it was just like two two and a half minutes of landscapes if the film is just two hours of landscapes i'd actually applaud it for having the balls to be two hours of landscapes. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like good for you film that would be hilarious <laughs> but we'll see how that goes well um then we'll be back uh again uh to record our thoughts on episode six and you know the series overall hopefully uh we're uh, surprised and uh, they, they nailed the landing and it, it, it was worth the wait and uh, it's leading to all kinds of amazing things but we'll see uh, either way it was still great uh, to spend uh, this hour talking you know, the hour we spent talking about both these episodes is better than both hours we spent watching these episodes unfortunately uh, but I still a lot of fun chatting with you about it yeah it's, a, it's always fun to chat uh, with you about Loki even if it's bad or good right <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Dan, where can everyone find us? 
Uh, you can find us on podbean.com forward slash Excaliburus on Twitter at Excaliburus1 or you can put us into Google Excaliburus and we should pop up. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and other things that do podcasts. So you'll be able to find us. Easy peasy. All right. Well, uh, thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.